Welcome to the Life Gets Better Now podcast with Mary Hayes Greco. Today we are doing a healthy boundaries tune-up. <laughs> Yay! I'm producer Erin Warhol and I'm here with Mary Hayes Greco, who is a spiritual teacher, author, forgiveness expert, and boundaries woman extraordinaire. Uh, human being at large. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been having a good time talking about boundaries and healthy personal boundaries and how crucial they are to have healthy, happy lives. Yes, they're essential. And for most of us, it, well, it at one point was a very new concept and maybe yeah. it still is a spanking new concept. <laughs> but if you look, as we said before, you'll see it everywhere. Yeah. And I love that you are so willing to share your stories of about learning about your boundaries and flubs and, and things that that you've had to kind of learn the hard way because I think I've I've forgotten all of mine because I haven't wanted to go there it's too painful <laughs> I, I've learned to treasure my clumsy path <laughs> thank you Mary yes it, it lets, me, lets me be part of the club part of the uh, clumsy human being club okay so when we talk about boundaries and why we set them why do we set boundaries we set boundaries because it's establishing for ourselves and others who we are mm. and who we mean to be and what we will and will not have in our space. So it's really a function of our individuality yeah. and uh, having a healthy sense, uh, a healthy ego, a healthy sense of individuality in the community of others. And it's not just our physical selves. I mean, that's one, but you talk about how there are there are all different levels of boundaries. Yes. Well, if you look at it, you know, being a human being is such a complex thing. It, it is. It's not like being a cat or a goldfish or, you know, a squirrel. And I, in my next life, I think I'll be a squirrel. All That'd they do fun. is play and chase each other. <laughs> it's easy, you know. But we have these, these egos, these personalities, these aspirations, yeah. the soulfulness that wants to, you know, uh, create excellence and, mm -hmm. and wondrous things. And we have all these limitations. And it's just a hard, hard gig being, being a healthy person. But um, it's been helpful to me in my studies of psychosynthesis, which is a holistic psychology, to see myself on um, both a soulful level and a personality level. Mm. And the personality level is has its own complexity that we have to balance and integrate. We are physical, we are emotional, we are mental, we are energetic. Mm -hmm. We have all these components to the person that is Mary Hayes Greco or Aaron Warhol. That's yeah. uh, you know your your body, your heart, your mind, your your um, way of being, and we have our eternal soul, which is yeah. our resource for wisdom, and we access it through intuition. So, so anyway, it's helpful I think to look at ourselves periodically uh, in a, in a way of doing a tune-up like you would with a car and say, well. Where's my stress coming from? Is it physical? God, I haven't had enough sleep uh -huh. this week. Is it, and I've had way too many demands on my time, or is it emotional? I'm, where I'm, uh, really angry at somebody, and I, I have, that's just roiling around inside me, and I need to do something to vent it and release it and reestablish what I'm doing with them. Mm -hmm. What kind of, um, what kind of boundary problem do I have? Some people have a, a subtle, sensitive body and, and energy system where we have to preserve our uh, privacy, a certain amount of privacy. You have to have enough alone time. Mm -hmm. And uh, many people don't uh, 
that might feel bad about the amount of privacy or alone time we require. Yeah. But we require it. It's part of being me. It's part of being me and this this person and this this life. So, um, as we said last time, we are the only ones that can really know mm-hmm. what we should say yes and no to, mm-hmm. and we are the ones that need to say yes and no, and uh, to feel good about that. And and inside the space that we have delineated for what our uh, our purposes and responsibilities are, we want to feel relaxed and yeah. clear-headed. Oh, yeah, it's so interesting to hear you kind of go through those because it it is a whole exploration of boundaries to find that relaxation. It's that you gotta you gotta know so many different levels. So when we go with the physical, what would be some of the components there? Well, physically, we have um, your body space. How do you allow people to touch you or not mm-hmm. touch you? Sometimes mm-hmm. you know a touch is inappropriate for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a certain comfort level with how we share our physical affection with people. Um, we would have what we eat and uh, so diet. How, our diet. Yeah, it's a boundary to say I'm not eating. Uh, lots of white flour and sugar. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm drawing a line. I'm reading the labels. Yeah. When I'm in the store, I'm going to read the label. Oh, look, this egg salad is full of yellow dye, preservatives, and sugar, and I'm on a, a clean food uh, track, so I'm going to buy something else. Yeah. That's a boundary. We're yeah. saying what I will and will not have inside, literally. So uh, we communicate our boundaries with our clothing. Mm-hmm. We, when we go into a professional situation, we have a certain way of containing ourselves. We're not all over the place mm-hmm. guffawing and telling dirty jokes and wearing <laughs> wearing ripped T-shirts. No, we are contained. We are polished. We are shiny. We have a way of saying, you know, I'm I'm a professional and I'm bringing my best here, and I expect you to bring me your best. So so there's a there's a boundary. And on the other hand, if you're dating and you're interested in um, you know being active in a certain way, you might dress with a little more flair and sexiness. Mm-hmm. And you're communicating to the world is like I'm open. Mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm interested. I'm mm-hmm. da- I'm dating. I'm I'm you know maybe I'll consider you, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. So so there's all these subtle communications that we have that are physical. And and some of, I'm thinking, would finances be a physical? Sure, because it's our material plane, yeah. our house. It's like, do you, how much debt yeah. are you carrying? It means you've been living outside of the lines. Yeah. You've been living outside of the lines of what's coming in. And so, so yeah, what's... Income versus outgo is a boundaries question. And sometimes we take risks or we make calculated um, judgments about things, but we have to be uh, mindful and make sure that we can actually pull that off. So, I mean, it's sort of like resources, actually, would right. be the word maybe. And so, like, where we spend our time. Managing our resources, how we keep our house. Mm-hmm. Uh, is your sp- special room your special room? And yeah. you don't want other people lounging in there and talking on the phone because yeah. it's your room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go into a, a deeper discussion of emotional boundaries. Okay. So emotional boundaries would be, well, for one thing, 
we need to be aware of what our own emotions are mm-hmm. and be containing them, yeah. not repressing them, not, right. not okay. putting them away in a locked closet if if it's um, something we should be aware of, but uh, containing our emotions so so we know how I'm feeling today. I'm I'm kind of I'm feeling a little crabby and tired today. Yeah. But I'm not going to throw that energy around the room. I'm not going to throw that all over and, and snap at somebody and mm-hmm. snap at somebody else and then just say, well, I'm just crabby. Well, yeah. no, it's, that's yeah. tough. You're crabby, but have a boundary with it. Contain it. It's your, it's your deal that you're crabby. You didn't get enough sleep or you yeah. are living in a way that it's not good for you. It's not my problem. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so we have to contain <laughs> our emotions and in the same way have a certain kind of uh, filter and container when we're around other people's emotions. Right. If you're around someone else who's who's in a toxic state, you don't want to let their mood or attitude penetrate into your yeah. heart space, into yeah. your inner spaces. You want to be able to have your little bubble of light on around you, <gasps> and and a somewhat open heart, but a a ready uh, willingness to filter and not take things seriously that you are not yours that are not healthy. Well, and I'm thinking about grief. If you're grieving, mm. that's mm. a time where you maybe need to contain, well, what do contain you Contain your about? activities, yeah, yeah. You know, and I think, now I made this up, but I think it's true. I think that's why in the old countries people wore black for a whole year. Yeah. When somebody died, I think for one thing, black is a color that contains uh-huh. our energy. It's not like you go out in, in like a bright yellow or pink or something and right. people are like, oh, hi. You. Black is kind of, you know, uh, containing. And mm-hmm. it it also reminded the community that, oh, they're still in mourning. Oh, yeah. it's only been four months. For yeah. me, I've moved on from that death, but this person's in their first year of grieving and then they're, they're still to be treated a little kindly or to not ask a lot of them. So I think there was a way that in the old days we had – we had a boundary for grief, mm-hmm. and we took the time. And I've really found when I, when I was grieving my mom, the first that whole first year after she died, it was it was grief. It was honoring mom time. Yeah. I couldn't push past it. I couldn't get make things go faster for myself. I couldn't grab my energy in a new and creative way. Yeah. I was witnessing, remembering, being with, taking lots of private time, lots of space for the grieving. And so I think, and and this actually makes me think of another important um, boundary, which is I think we need to have boundaries with our culture. Oh. And you and I are Americans, and so we have an American culture. Other cultures have other things that impinge on our individuality. Yeah. Our cultures in some ways supports us, in some ways impinges on who we are. And in our culture, in America, I feel that it's very uh, glamour and money-driven, mm-hmm. and there's all this pressure to be the biggest, bestest, brightest, right. uh, sexiest, uh, richest, most amazing something. Mm-hmm. And if you're not one of those most things, yeah. you are, you know, you're kind of uh, lame. You're kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, you haven't made it yet, or, or we let people feel pressure to, um, to be more all the time. Yeah. You know, America is a place where people came to be more, but we also feel the pressure to be more. And sometimes I need to just set the boundary in my heart and mind and spirit and say, you know what? I've got a beautiful life here. I've got a successful life here. Yeah. And gee, I would have preferred X, X and X to be true of my life that would look more like 
the amazing American dream, but I have these things. Yeah. And and so we have to to every now and then say no to the culture, say no to what it says about us as women and what we can do, right. say no to a 70-hour-a-week schedule, that if you're going to belong in this company, if you're not going to risk losing your job and being, yeah. uh, you know, outsourced, uh, then you have to really step up and give us your whole yeah. life. Ah, well, <laughs> maybe sometimes we have to set a boundary yeah. with our employers and yeah. say, you know, I know you want me to do this, and I I wish I could do this for you, but it's not good for me, and I, I have a little I have a line to draw here. I want to point out you you set another boundary about around your meditation time. You made sure you meditated all during that time. Your I did, self. and I do. Yeah, and it's non negotiable. Mm. I have spiritual practices. Yes, and I have them every day, and I have them first thing, and I renew them later in the day if I've lost it. I go back to it. So I always have some spiritual practices. I always have some health practices. Yeah. I always have some relationship practices. Uh, in marriage, there's a certain few things you want to keep um, fresh and true in marriage. Yeah. Communication, appreciation, um, time together, and just some space together to, to breathe and, and find the intimacy. Intimacy is only found when you've made the space to be together. So, yes, and I, I it's, it's so native now for me uh -huh. to have the spiritual practices and these other things that I've just mentioned that they feel natural. They feel like breathing. They feel like yeah. eating lunch, you know, and uh, it's just what you do. And it keeps me in a reasonable facsimile of centeredness <laughs> <laughs> most of the time. Oh, that's great. Well, that that's really helpful to kind of go through all these different levels. And so I think what we're going to do then is you're going to talk people through a healthy boundaries tune-up. Yeah, right? we'll so do a let's, little self-test and Yeah, so and that's coming up. up. Yes. Um, but first, I just want to say a few things about you, Mary, because you're the author of a couple of books. You have The New Kitchen Mystic, A Companion for Spiritual Explorers, and you also have Unconditional Forgiveness, A Simple and Proven Method to Forgive Everyone and Everything. And I just want to say I got an email from a friend of mine who I went to college with who listens to these podcasts, and she said that she went out and bought that book, and she's like, life changer. <laughs> so that was kind of cool That's to hear. That's great to hear. Yeah. So you're also the director of the Midwest Institute for Forgiveness Training, and you've helped people heal their lives and let go of emotional baggage and learn how to forgive and learn self-mastery, which is what this podcast is all about. Yes. Let's just pause one more moment here and acknowledge our sponsors. Oh, yes. This podcast is brought to you by the energy and attitude of unconditional love. Unconditional love. It is there for you. It's in abundance and it wants you to thrive. It does. And also the new definition of forgiveness. Forgiveness is releasing an expectation that's causing you to suffer. Very good. Okay, so we're going to move on here with our Healthy Boundaries tune-up. Yes. So what? where do we even start? Because there's a whole lot of boundaries out there that maybe some are doing well and some not so well. Well, you know, I would invite um, my listeners, if you uh, have the ability to pause and yes. get a piece of paper and okay. a pen, and we'll just make a little uh, run-through of the different levels and which boundaries uh, apply. And you can see how you're feeling about that. Okay. So, so we have uh, the... The overall uh, check-in list, which would have four things on it, 
-hmm. It would have stress. Uh Uh-huh. Resentments. Yes. Need to say no. Need to say no. No. (laughs) And uh, need to make room for something good. Oh, okay. Needs to make room for something good. This would be this would be the the, the tune up task, and then we would f- go further and sort of analyze our our current uh, uh, state of being on these different levels that we've talked about. So, we would have physical, mm-hmm. emotional, mental, energetic, and spiritual. Okay. So these are the ways that we would look at it. So. Uh, starting with that part first, you and I have just been talking about these different levels. Yeah. So let's just, you know, have, have people jot down, you know, a simple word to uh, delineate some of these things. Uh, time for myself, uh, money and spending, uh, physical health practices like eating, drinking, and exercising, uh, my home, my... Uh, my relationship to nature. Mm-hmm. You know, am I am I in the day? Am I am I in this in this natural world too? How I looked at the birds today and 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 seen seen the uh, the beauty that's around me. So there's some physical things. Emotionally, uh, do I need to have go have a good cry? Mm. Do I need to let some anger out? Do I need to do some venting? Is there a forgiveness issue present? It's always good to take an inventory every now and then and see, are there some forgiveness issues present? <laughs> are there a few people uh, in my daily life that I have some little nagging issues with that I yeah. need to clear up through the practice of forgiveness, which is um, a health habit and a life skill, and you can do it in 45 minutes <laughs> sometime this weekend if you want. Uh, so is there a forgiveness issue present? Is there a self-forgiveness issue present? Um, do I need some attention from mm. my emotions I need some attention. I mean, you know, is there a friend I can call and say, do you have 15 minutes just to listen to me? I need to just whine and cry. (laughs) And and, and you take that time. Or someone's reaching to you for attention, and you say to them, I'd love to listen to you about this. I've got about 20 minutes right now. Or we can get together later this afternoon. Do you need to set a boundary around how are we paying attention, how are we giving attention to other people in our lives? Really so just good. some ideas. Um, mentally, we have uh, negative thoughts mm-hmm. and positive thoughts. So am I keeping certain habitual negative thoughts out of my space? Yeah. Not welcome here. This thought is not welcome here. You may go. You must go now. This is the belief I'm choosing to live out of because our beliefs influence our experience. This is the belief I'm choosing about this. This is my point of view. And this is a wondrous thing about our consciousness is that we always have the power to choose our point of view. Right. and That's one power we're never going to lose. So when you say about beliefs, am I believing in the abundance of the world or am I running scared and thinking that there's not enough, you know, and I have that choice. Yes. Scarcity or abundance. Right. That would be one example for sure. Yeah. So, so we choose that, uh, what we believe, we choose our words, Mm -hmm. we choose, you know, the best, best speech practices, um, to make our way with people, um, nice. So certain mental and social boundaries. Um, do you think of another one? Well, 
I was thinking about how much you share with other people. You oh. know, like how much you, how open you are with them. Right. Is that, would that be right. mental? How much you talk about your inner stuff yeah. with who. Yeah. Because for some people, it's TMI, too yeah. much information. <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear all this about you. Oh, it's too private. Oh, I'm so, good luck with that. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, sometimes people can really just talk on and on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. Uh, there's a 12 step group for those people. Do are you know they? That? Over yeah, Talkers called- Anonymous? Alanonanon. <laughs> is that a joke or is that a real I, thing? It's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a, here in Minnesota, the land of 12,000, 10,000, 12 step groups. It could be true. <laughs> I'm going to go to Alanonanon. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, am I oversharing um, or would it be good for me to have my, my boundary a little more permeable that I yeah. could share more with people and not have a wall around me? It's a fine art. Another one that occurs to me is with social social media. Am I on social media oh, paying too much attention to things right. that really aren't relevant to my life? Right. Yeah. How many relationships do I think I have exactly. out there in social media? <laughs> and how much seriously am I taking that? And how much am I managing that? And, mm-hmm. and am I protecting myself from random troll activity yeah. on the internet? And it's like, oh my God. There's like way too many relationships possible out there. Yeah. So, yeah. So what am I, what's my position about social media? Mm-hmm. What's my thing about Facebook and Twitter yeah. and what am I signing up for? And what am I unsubscribing from? Mm-hmm. You know, I love that unsubscribe button uh-huh. on things. I feel like that's a boundary. <laughs> it is. Every time you hit unsubscribe to something that's otherwise kind of nice, but really you don't care and you don't, it's not yeah. yours and, but they keep sending you stuff. I hope, or I'm hoping you guys aren't thinking that about my podcast, by the way. But you know what? If, you, if you're if you sick of me, please unsubscribe. I support you to have a boundary with us. <laughs> I think about that with telemarketers, you know, and the phone call oh, comes. Yeah. And I have a practice where I answer the phone, but when I realize it's a telemarketer, I do kind of the no, in the, the most gracious no, where I thank them and I wish them well and I end the conversation with without anything else because I don't want that call to put me in a bad mood. Oh, yeah. So I have a boundary around, okay, they called, and I would prefer that they don't call, but I'm not going to let it bring my mood Oh, down. and now you're going to be saying no to them like you're handing them the crown jewels. It, I love you can practice. <laughs> you can practice with the telemarketers. You're sure to get some practice this week. You probably are. Yeah. Well, good. Okay, so then there's also – so that – we're moving into energetic boundaries as yes. we're doing this healthy tune-up. What would what should people look at? There? And this is something that is subtle but powerful, and I think uh, it behooves us to make friends with the idea that we are not only physical but we have a subtle energy body, mm-hmm. and it manifests in different systems like um, Chinese medicine as, mm-hmm. as meridians and uh, the state of the flow of energy in your the chi and life force in your yeah. body. In other systems, the chakra system, where our subtle energy comes to us from spirit and from the earth, and it circulates through us in these seven centers of the chakra, and we have this aura, we have this bubble around us, it's Mm -hmm. our personal space. So um, we will notice that if you start noticing a lot of relationships happen on an energy exchange level, then you will notice when you interact with some people, you walk away feeling up and yeah. fed yeah. and and uh, nourished and you walk away from other people and you feel drained and depleted and depleted yes because there's an energy exchange that has happened that is not good for you 
Yeah. And you have either let them into your space too much or if you let them take too much of your time and yeah. attention and energy and or you've taken too much responsibility on for their happiness and uh, their responsibilities. And so it's a really uh, artful thing to do to start noticing your life of energy and energy mm-hmm. exchange and to start practicing the very simple daily energy hygiene Good energy hygiene. <laughs> Good energy hygiene, and it's in my book, uh-huh. in um, the Unconditional Forgiveness book. It's it's there's a nice little guide to it, and yeah. it's also on the Peaceful Heart audiobook if you like um, audiobooks. So, um, and there's different schools of thought about how this happens, but simply, we want to enter each day grounded mm-hmm. into the earth, the good, sensible earth, and the natural world. We want to be contained emotionally mm-hmm. so yeah. we know what we're feeling and we're handling it responsibly sharing it deliberately yeah we want to have our bubble of protection our aura mm-hmm. on in good shape which is filtering uh, yeah. and protecting us from attitudes and energies that are uh, depleting we want to be open to our soul we want to have that channel the pipeline yeah. open to our soul so that intuition and wisdom can drop in all day long and guide us and uh, we want to be um, really clear that we are an individual, a healthy individual that is also part of a beautiful whole universe. Mm-hmm. So we should do a whole show on this boundaries, uh, this energetic thing sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, have we? Have we done it? I don't think we have. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's it's really worth getting acquainted with because it it is a key to our feelings of vitality or depletion. Yeah. Well, and I love hearing you describe this and, and hearing how we can we can have a say over it. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, is the whole point of this podcast and how life gets better now when you learn to use your tools of your life and master them. But it's really um, inspiring for me to hear that because we don't have to just be at the effect of all sorts of things running over our lives. No. So with this healthy tune-up, we start looking at different areas. And yes, physical, some areas... emotional, mental, energetic, and spiritual. Have, have those spiritual practices, whether it's your 15 minutes of quiet sitting a day with your coffee before you go off or something more prescribed. Um, and maybe as you're looking at your life and it's somebody who's writing this, maybe they have some areas where they're pretty good and some areas where they're just a hot mess. <laughs> and right. what would your advice be? Because I, I would think it, it's not all or nothing, right, Mary? I mean, how, <laughs> what's a good, good uh, uh, self-mastery yes. approach here? I would say the first thing, if you are a hot mess, <laughs> oh, my God, if you can hardly stand yourself right now, the first place to deal, to deal with boundaries is with the shame about oh. that. Mm-hmm. We, if we are caught in shame, whether it's short-term or long-term kind of condition, we feel like something's wrong with us. Yeah. We feel separate from other people and from life. We feel different and weird, and, uh, and we feel lonely mm. because we feel like we're, we are uniquely flawed. And it's amazing how many millions of people think that they are uniquely flawed. Yeah. <laughs> we actually belong to a big club together if we don't really <laughs> recognize it. But the first thing is if you are a hot mess is to have some compassion, some self-compassion, and take a minute to to push shame out of your space. Yeah. Just imagine you can gather up this big, toxic, 
mean-spirited blob of energy that you're walking along it and throw it at least 10 feet away. Imagine, if you wish, you you can put it in a compost pile, Mm -hmm. a universal compost pile, where it can sit way over there and decompose while you get your life together. So you need to start with the Mm self-talk. And you you eliminate those. When you start saying to you, oh, God, I'm such a loser, Mm -hmm. or, oh, I'm such a stupid idiot, no, no. You say yeah. no to those mean thoughts and you cast them out of your space and you tell yourself a good thought. You tell yourself good. you are a good person and you deserve better than this. Excellent. And I am open to making that happen. So, and I've heard you say this before, that boundaries are so important because they're the container of self-worth. It's how we value ourselves. It, yeah, they show that we value ourselves and that we deserve good treatment and they are both an outgrowth of mm-hmm. self-worth yeah. and a fosterer of self-worth. Oh. It's like chicken and the yeah. egg. You have yeah. to, they, they feed each other. Okay, so in our Healthy Boundaries tune-up, um, let's review what people should do with this now that they've got it all on their pages. <laughs> yep. Well, it's, it's kind of simple. You know, you're just going to ask yourself four big questions mm-hmm. for your tune-up. You're going to say, is there too much stress in my life right now, and why? Yeah. And you can sort of then think through this. Is it, is it physical? Is it emotional? Is it energetic? Is it, do I need more time for spirituality? Okay. So uh, is there too much stress? Am I carrying a resentment? Yeah. And what am I going to do about that? Oh. Will I actually be proactive and do something about that? It may yeah. mean that I just need to do a piece of forgiveness work and clear it out of my heart and... Yeah. You don't have to communicate with the person. Or it might mean that I need to for- do some forgiveness work and communicate yeah. with somebody and set, set a boundary, make an adjustment. So, so the resentment checklist. And then is there a place where the word no is really appropriate <laughs> yeah. right now and where it will help me? Yeah. And and just practice being really friendly and enjoying your right to say no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, darling. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. That's one of my favorite lines. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Good luck with that. All the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, is there something calling my heart that I need to make room for? Mm. Is there a friend who I really value that I haven't seen in way too long that I need to make time for, even though I've been too busy? I need to make time for this friend. Or I need to uh, sign up for that class that I want to take for pure fun. And yeah. that means I need to work four hours a week less yeah. than the overworking that I'm doing or something like that. So that's the basic... Uh, that's the basic self-test and you can just comb through these different levels and see what shows up and pick one thing on each level don't try and like that change the whole hot mess of your life all today <laughs> don't do that don't do yeah. that pick one physical thing pick one emotional thing one mental thing one energetic thing yeah. and one spiritual practice that you will do yeah. and start uh tuning up the instrument of your personality so oh, you can so sing great. your song baby yeah oh that's so helpful mary this has been really really helpful thank you glad you liked it yeah and i hope everyone listening liked it too and if you did and you know somebody that you would like to share this podcast with please do There's someone who is there. a hot mess but they do <laughs> download things on their phone yeah and they can sit on a park bench and listen yeah. to a few of these things Be helpful. and we'll, we want to encourage everybody 
So the podcast is available on iTunes. It's also, all of the podcasts are on our website at lifegetsbetternow.com. You can find us on Facebook and you can tweet about us. And also if you need to spend, send an email to us, or if you want to send an email to us, send it to forgivenesstraining at gmail.com. So thanks so much for listening today. This has been the Life Gets Better Now podcast with Mary Hayes Greco. I want to thank our sound engineer, Daniel Zamzow, for the Life Gets Better Now podcast. I am producer Aaron Warhol. And I'm Mary Hayes Greco. Thanks for being here. You just keep that